trailers are stupid. Stop picking them. another episode of 80 page giants i am your host as always david with me trusty co-host ellis i, I didn't sign up for this <laughs> legion of leia representative and might as well be regular on the show at this point mike espinos hey. <laughs> or the fawns <laughs> um <laughs> our neighbor to the north unofficial american Making her triumphant return after being gone for half the season. Megan? Hey. <laughs> you didn't even try. This is a perfect follow-up. Who needs to try nowadays? Come on. <laughs> and also making a return to the show, and glad to have her wrapping up the year with us, Haley. What's up, bitches? That just peaked all over the place. <laughs> and uh this is our well fuck it i, I was gonna try to be like all exciting everything but you probably already read the description this is our year end review episode maybe they didn't read the description though well then guess what it's our year end review episode exactly ellis do we have a surprise guest i'm hulk hogan the greatest wrestler of all time Get ready for everything you ever wanted to hear, know, and find out about Hulk Hogan, the greatest of all time. Oh. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Um, life. All right. Mike, how are you doing? I'm great. I've been on uh, winter break from school, so it's been wonderful. Mm. Do teachers get paid for that? Yes, we do. Ooh, I like that. See, we get paid for our nine months that we work, mm-hmm. but we get to spread it out over the 12, so. That's what she said. Yeah. Now spreading it out over the 12? Whatever. I don't get that. <laughs> I don't either. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> You can listen to us every week on SoundCloud.com slash 80PageGiants, or if you're a cool person, you can just go on iTunes and type in 80PageGiants, where you can uh, subscribe to our show, rate and review us. If you subscribe, we'll pop up every week on your phone as soon as Alice gets done editing them. Yep. So, (laughs) that's it. That's pretty much... Okay, we're already off to a great start. So, what we're going to do... this week is we're going to go over our five favorite things of 2015. We're going to take turns and um, just kind of see how it goes. And then at the end, we're going to wrap it all up with the thing we dislike most about 2015. Sound good? I'm there. You got anything you guys want to touch on before we get started? Nudes. Nudes? All right. What about them? They are very uh, nice. Okay. Who's sending you nudes? Mike. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yep. All right, so we're going to start with our number five of the year and then work our way down the list. Alice is going to kick it off for us. 
Wait, in typical 80-page Giants fashion, is five the highest or the lowest? <laughs> I was going to ask that. You know what? Fuck you guys. I would say, since we're doing a countdown, five would be the highest. I mean, five would be the lowest. Okay. And then one would be the highest. Since it's a countdown. Okay. That makes sense. Sure. All right. So five Let's is, go. Five is the <laughs> least. Ex- whatever. Okay. I guess my five would actually be me getting into Twitter. Um, Your favorite thing of the year was you discovering Twitter. Exactly. It is definitely better than everything else I use. I was championing this shit forever to you. Yeah, I know. But this year, I actually got into it, and it's useful and stuff, and I prefer it over all my other things. Do you want to throw out your Twitter name? Uh, underscore not Ellis underscore. You can figure out what, where the at sign is. Where uh, so what is it about Twitter that you? I mean, I love it. I've been on Twitter for a while. I got really good at Twitter, then del- got rid of my old account and made a new one, so I don't have any of like the shitty old tweets anymore. What <laughs> uh, um, what is it that you like about? I mean, I love it. So it's interesting to me when people are like are kind of late to the party, what they think of it. It's easier to connect to people than all my other stuff. Yeah, I agree. And also, I just can post up whatever I want without being judged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that like that my grandparents aren't on it. Oh, that yeah, yeah. Are There's you no close? Fan, so. Are you so? I I got rid of my Facebook this year, um, which isn't in my top five, but probably should have been. Getting rid of Facebook. Um, are you any closer to getting rid of yours? Mm, probably not, because that's where I tend to advertise the show and stuff. Ah, fuck, so. right, okay. Right, I got rid of mine, so you kind of have to... Okay, that's fair. But but it's... I need it for family, because I got kids, man. You can't not have Facebook and have kids. It's just I impossible. With that. Keep them in high demand. What's going on with the kids, Michael? No, 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 the, the opposite. If you keep posting pictures of your kids, then people don't ask you to come over and see you all the time, and I don't have to go visit people. Uh... <laughs> This is why you don't have kids, Mike. Abort them. It's a late, late man. Eh, I don't know about that. All right, so uh, Twitter is your call. Yeah. All right, it's so I, I, a little late to the party, but still fire. I don't get Instagram. I mean, I had it, and I got rid of it, but I don't understand like why it's getting more and more popular. It's pretty whack to me. Eh, I use it from the majority of the time. All right, well, okay, so my turn now, right? Yeah. My yeah. number five pick of the year is the movie Dope. Oh, yeah, that's worth it. Yeah, so <clears throat> Dope came out earlier this year, or I guess maybe over the summer, I guess. And uh, it's about these kids, these uh, three friends. It's kind of like a day in the life of three teenagers living in uh, Compton, California. And Yeah, pretty much. And it's fucking awesome. I know a ton of people didn't really see it, but it was one of the best. It's probably my second favorite movie of the year, next to Mad Max. Hmm. It's uh, it's just it's just a day in the life of three kids running around Compton and all the things that come with that. You know, they're they're kind of they're kind of nerdier kids that are into old school hip hop and dressing in like '90s style clothing. And uh, I really don't want to say a ton about the movie. But it's one of the best films that came out all year. It's super well done. Um, it shits all over movies like uh, 
What was the one with fucking McLovin with the kid who draws dicks? What? You know the uh straight out of Compton? Oh that one. Oh super Yeah. You know, um I think it's a much more realistic look about being a teenager and the shit that can come along with it. It's super good. It's a super fucking dope movie and maybe one of the more serious picks I have on my list. So don't I live the opposite. Mm-hmm. See, I've got a bunch of white kids who think they're from Compton and dress like rappers from the 90s. Is one well, of them to be Ellis? fair, you could just take them to the south side of Chicago and straighten all of that out. Yeah. You know, that, that can get cleared up real quickly. <laughs> a, a, a nice conversation with the Vice Lords, hosted by Mike Espinos. Hey, man, I've got a, uh, I can post a PDF for you guys that has over 200 different gangs and their affiliations in Chicago. Oh, Chicago's very real with the gangs. I'm not just denying that. I'm just saying, if you got kids in, who have it twisted in your classroom, you can sort that out. Oh, we believe in diversity when it comes to our gangs here. Okay. All right, fair enough. Um, so, Mike, is your next pick, is your uh, number five pick a PDF of gangs? It is not a PDF of gangs. Actually, I was a little uh, torn between my, my number five pick, so I had to give it an or. I went between uh, Ellis or String Cheese. Hey. Mm, I'm gonna I enjoy go... string cheese, but Ellis has been also been a great addition to my life. I feel like string cheese isn't a 2015 pickup. Well, I didn't used to eat it. Do you just start eating it this year? Kids, man. That's all about the kids. That's okay. All right. But when you were a kid, you didn't eat string cheese. Is what you're telling me? No, we were poor. Oh. You can also buy Ellis for your kids. No, I could, but I hear you're already taken. Ooh. Oh my god! Okay. You know what? I'm gonna go with Ellis because you know, he introduced me to all this podcastingness and it's your boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything in particular about him? His great choice in helmets, <laughs> as well as sexy beach picture. <laughs> Ellis is pretty solid. I'll give him that. So, what about Ellis? Lands him on your top five. Honestly, it's the sexy beach pictures. Okay. All right. Well, really, the the bar has been set for your picks? Oh, yeah. Haley, your number five pick of the year. Um, well, only because I can't stand this makeup brand. I actually temporarily got sponsored by CoverGirl. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty Um, huge. Yeah, they're the one brand of makeup I hate. Uh, (laughs) I post one freaking selfie of me buying their mascara because it was Star Wars. Right. And uh, they message me and they're like, hey, we love your enthusiasm for CoverGirl Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, totally enthusiastic. Right. I'm literally, I'm shitting my pants. I'm so excited. Right. (laughs) I don't want to shit on your sponsor. Right. (laughs) Also, these guys, but they're giving me money. Also, let's discuss why shitting your pants. Can CoverGirl cover that up? Hey! They probably could. They probably could. Um, no, they didn't give me money, but they sent me free uh, lipstick and mascara and shit. It was pretty cool. That's pretty dope. How long did yeah, it was you immediately threw in the trash? <laughs> no, I uh, gave it to my sisters. <laughs> okay. Because you hate your sisters? No, they just, they're okay with CoverGirl. I'm not. I'm a Maybelline girl all the way. Megan, do you uh, have Maybelline sisters? Hmm? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was asking Megan if she hated your sisters as much as you do. Oh. <laughs> she hated her sisters? 
Yeah. She doesn't hate them. She just has lower standards. Okay. All right. So getting briefly, getting some free swag from a brand that you hate is your number five pick of the year. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not horrible. I tried on one of the lipsticks. It's pretty cool. Uh, Most of them were just garbage, but um, one of them turned out okay. And all they wanted me to do was post a few Twitters, uh, my makeup selfies like I normally do. And I'm like, well, why not? Cool. So, yeah, so I did it. Um, They sent me their entire Star Wars cover girl line. So that was pretty cool. All right. Right on. Nice. Yeah. Megan, your number five pick for favorite thing of the year. My number five pick would be um, Mockingjay Part 2. I thought what? it was a really What? I thought it was a really good movie. And it was... That time it was appropriate. <laughs> Tell us about my... This is from the Hunger Game movies, I believe? Yeah, Part 2. I thought it was a good like way to end the series. Oh, is are I they thought... done? I thought there was more. No, no. there's going to be prequels. Oh. Marking Mocking Day Part Two was the um last one. So what was it about this movie that you liked? I don't know. I've actually really liked the Hunger Games because when we first started reading it back when I was in like grade eight, I just really liked the series from reading all of it in like a day and a half. Okay. I'm a long way to grade eleven now. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> do, you, do you feel like the movies are like like uh accurate to the books um i felt mockingjay and like the mockingjay part one and two were really close to the book mm-hmm. and when since they switched um directors from the hunger games because i didn't like that movie as much that, that's the first one right i've heard the first one isn't great no it, it's a lot of really shaky cam ah, stuff like that. that shit yeah, but it's kids running around in the woods killing each other. Of course it's supposed to be shaky hand cam. Yeah, but it was just really terrible. So but... you're saying the Hunger Games themselves have poor production value? So when they like put it out to the people, these kids killing each other in their homes, are like people are like, can we get rid of the hand cam shit? What? <laughs> it's... No, I should say, she said the movie itself was made badly. I know, I'm talking about like in-universe. If you're like, you know, from, oh. what is it, like Section 8 or whatever it is? Um... If you're watching your kid get killed on TV, are you like, damn, this hand cam. I wish it was, like, steady cammed. I would. <laughs> well, no, because I don't think you're supposed... I mean, I've never read the books or seen the movies, but I would assume the people are at home wouldn't be watching the same thing that you're watching, right? And the movie they well, David, are. let me sum it up for you. Okay. Prim dies. What's that? Prim dies. I don't know what that means. That's the sister, right? That is a statement yeah. that literally has no meaning in my life. The inciting incident for all three books dies. Okay. Well, that's cool then, right? That's a good move. Yeah, you'll like that. All right. Well, I think no, I think that's good storytelling, though. Kill a main character at the end, right? It's not yeah, good storytelling character. from a lady who got her start writing on uh, You Can't Do That on Television for Nickelodeon. Hey, that was a great show. Gack on people. Oh, yeah. That was a damn good show. All right, so Mockingjay Part 2, you're saying it's good money. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Can I In ask my... you a semi-related question? Uh, sure. How far did you have to travel to go to a movie theater to see this? Not that far. It's in my town. Oh, I didn't know you had movie theaters there. I didn't know you had a town. 
<laughs> I thought it was just like that weird gas station. And that's Wait, it. you live on Earth? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do live on Earth. <laughs> Haley, your number five pick of the year. Um, well, only because I can't stand this makeup brand. I actually temporarily got sponsored by CoverGirl. Oh. Yeah. That's uh, pretty huge. My... Yeah, they're the one brand of makeup I hate. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I post one freaking selfie of me buying their mascara because it was Star Wars. Right. And uh, they message me and they're like, hey, we love your enthusiasm for CoverGirl Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, totally enthusiastic. Right. I'm literally, I'm shitting my pants. I'm so excited. Right. <laughs> I don't want to um, shit on your sponsor. Right? <laughs> also, Fuck these guys, but they're giving me money. Also, yep. let's discuss why well, shitting they... your pants. <laughs> Can CoverGirl cover that up? Hey! They probably could. They probably could. Um, no, they didn't give me money, but they sent me free uh, lipstick and mascara and shit. It was pretty cool. That's pretty dope. How long did yeah, that was you immediately threw in the trash? <laughs> no, I uh, gave it to my sisters. <laughs> okay. Because you hate your sisters? No, they just, they're okay with CoverGirl. I'm not. I'm a Maybelline girl all the way. Megan, do you have uh, low sisters? Hmm? <laughs> what? I was asking Megan if she hated your sisters as much as you do. Oh. <laughs> she hated her sisters? She yeah. She doesn't hate them. She just has lower standards. Okay. Exactly. All right. So getting briefly, getting some free swag from a brand that you hate is your number five yeah. pick of the year. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not horrible. I tried on one of the lipsticks. It's pretty cool. Uh, most of them were just garbage, but um, one of them turned out okay. And all they wanted me to do was post a few Twitters, uh, my makeup selfies like I normally do. Okay. And I'm like, well, why not? Cool. So, yeah, so I did it. Um, they sent me their entire Star Wars cover girl line. So that was pretty cool. All right. Right on. Nice. Yeah. All right. Els, your number four pick. Uh, my number four, I'm going to go with me getting a press pass to Kamikaze. Okay. That was awesome. Yeah. Yes. That like, started out as a joke between you and me. Yeah, you were telling me for months, like, just do it, just do it as a joke. And it actually ended up working out. Yeah, okay. I mean, I tried to help you, but you did it all on your own. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it stood out. I would put it higher, but something from Kamikaze is higher than that, so I'll get to that Ooh. in my next one. All right. But um, teasing yeah, us just, with excitement. It was such a big, like it's bigger. It's a bigger thing than majority of what I do as a normal person. As a normal LA teenager, <laughs> exactly. Mean, besides, when you're an internet celebrity, <laughs> exactly. Okay. I, I. In your civilian life. Yes, exactly. All right. Yeah, it was a big thing, so it made it on the list for me. No, that was really cool when you did that. I was surprised it happened. Same. So I, was I, I, we I didn't expect that it. Into giving you a pass? <laughs> I paid them to give me a press pass. <laughs> um, all right, that's dope. Okay, mm -hmm. my number uh, four pick. Let's see. Um, it's going to be a comic book pick. I'm going to go with Michelle Fife's Copra. That was uh, racist. Yeah. In 2015, but that's when I discovered it. And it is, for my money, the best indie comic, bar none. And one of the best overall comic books 
that uh, anyone could read right now. He's essentially doing a, a love letter to 80s Suicide Squad and 80s Marvel action books like The Punisher and shit like that. Um, it's it's phenomenal. The, the artwork is reminiscent in ways of Steve Ditko at times, just in the weirdness of it, but it's completely original in his own thing. It's just super tight plotting the art. It, there's no book that looks like it. Um, the freedom that he has on the page is, is unbelievable. And it, I, I tell a lot of people about it. It's hard to find it. You know, um, I ordered directly from him online uh, from his Etsy store. But uh, if you ever have a chance to get your hands on the trade paperback of the first uh, several issues, which uh, if you go on eBay, go for a fucking small fortune. Um, so it's, it's generally cheaper to get the trade paperbacks and then just, you know, kind of try to play catch up. It's uh, issue 25 just came out um, last month, it arrived in the mail for me um, a couple days ago. It's one of the best books you can read. That sounds good. It's it does. unbelievably good. I think you've told me to read that before, right? I tell everyone to read. Co- I try to tell people if like if you read comic books and like you're not getting into them, but you actively like read comic books and you understand comic books, read Copra, read Jack Staff. Like those are the two books that everyone who under like really loves comic books should be reading. Or I mean, Jack Staff's not no longer in print. I mean, no, no longer like a current comic, but I mean, you can find the back issues pretty easily or read it on the image app. But uh, like Copra is unbelievably good issue after issue. If you love, you know, 80s action movies and, you know, uh, like the original John Ostrander Suicide Squad stuff where can, like people are really a spelling in... on that. Copra is C-O-P-R-A. It's by Michelle Fife. Fife is F-I-F-F-E. It's actually from uh, South Miami. Okay. Uh, but he lives in New York now. He lives in, I, be- I believe, Brooklyn with his wife. Uh, it's Brooklyn. Yeah. It's uh, it's unbelievably good. I cannot speak high enough about Cobra. Like I said, if you, like, really... any, I, I wouldn't recommend it for people who are, like... It's like, oh, I want to read comic books. What should I read? I wouldn't recommend it, but if... You know, like to you guys, the people who like like really read and understand comics, Copra is the best book you are not reading. So that's my pick. It yeah, it's it's a must read. I'll, I'll shoot you some links later if you want. That actually dovetails nicely into my pick. Ooh, is it dovetails? It is dovetailed, or we could even say segued. <laughs> what is your? Pick? I've got to say, my pick is I've seen a lot of creative new comic series this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebels came out. And I'm a history nerd, so Rebels is just right up my alley. I never thought I would enjoy a history nerd comic book. Okay. And this series is going strong. Uh, from a weird perspective, Punks, it was only, it only had like a five or six issue run. It was short. It got cut short, but it was an amazing comic while it lasted. I mean, you had characters that were just absurd, like a skull, uh, Abe Lincoln, a fist, and they were dick punching each other and making flaming fart jokes. It was was that the comic that you were showing me before that's, like, super batshit crazy? Oh, yeah, insane okay. crazy. I mean, another one is Raising Dion. Mm-hmm. It's it was, uh, it's one I think we've discussed in the past. Oh, I'm yeah, not sure yeah, if yeah. That made was it through a... the editing. Yeah. You know, what, what does a mom do when her kid's a superhero? How yeah. does she raise him? So there's a lot of – there were so many good non-superhero 
or at least non-directly like superhero stories. Yeah. I really felt like comics has finally branched out into an area where people can find something for them no matter their tastes. Yeah. Um, so uh, so your number four pick then is Rebels or just... No, my number four pick overall is just in... like creative new comic series okay. making it off the ground. Yeah. Fair enough. I like that. Any uh, Anything else that we should look out for besides what you mentioned already? I was trying to come up with a list, and I just kept adding stuff to it, and I felt bad. The only thing I would add is No Mercy, although they're not coming out with them very fast. I felt like it was WWF off video monthly. game for Nintendo 64 from the early 2000s? Unfortunately, no. It is a comic about uh, nine college students who go on a like a like a school mission trip to Mexico. Okay. And their bus gets wrecked, and they end up in like backwoods nowhere, Mexico, and it gets ugly. Is it because I was there? Yeah, yeah, you were. Oh, I, I'm Although looking you would, at this now. You would have died in the crash. <laughs> All right, I'm with this. I, I pulled this up, and there's also another comic, what they called Space Riders, which looks kind of fucking rad. I'm with it. Haley, your number four pick of the year. Hmm. I would have to say when the Splat TV channel came out. It, oh, yeah. Is that adult television? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's totally adult <laughs> yes, television. Yes, it is. What does <laughs> you talk about? What is this What's that, Megan? What is this TV thing you talk about? Splat what? Uh, it's old school Nickelodeon, like the Rugrats. Oh, shit, okay. Real Monsters, yeah. Beaver Beavers, Doug. Have either Megan or Ella's heard of any of these shows? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Ella's has got Hey Arnold. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Splat TV. So is that like it's separate from regular Nickelodeon? Um, no, it's on, well, for me at least, it's on one of the Nickelodeon channels, but it's like on the weekends and at like after 9 o'clock. There's more than one Nickelodeon channel? Oh, yeah. yeah. After it's going to be its own channel. I'm pretty sure I don't have that up here. We have Teen Nick here, so that's a thing. And that's where they have, like, all those shows. Nah, man, I got Nick Jr. in my house. Peppa Pig? God. I am completely out of any of this. I don't... I didn't know there was more than one Nickelodeon channel. David oh, yeah. hasn't reproduced yet. In my... And, thank God of that. Oh, ruined my life with children. Um, Tell me about it. Back to Megan with her number four pick of the year. Um, my number four pick. Uh, this one's a little personal-ish because I went to West Ed. That was a lot of fun. Right. Um, so I'm broke, so I don't get to go to uh, West Ed very often. But so for people who don't know, West Ed is the greatest place I've ever seen in my life, and I haven't even West seen like I've just seen pictures online of it. Same. What is it? It's West Edmonton Mall has like it's two stories. It's everything. And it has an indoor water park, an indoor like um, what what do you call them? I forgot the names. Like theme parks, roller coasters. Yeah, that. So (laughs) like Mall of America, but Canada. It's like Disney World, but with like better stores. So, like, a Disney World with Hot Topic? I guess. I don't know if there's a Hot Topic. I assume there probably is. 
There's also um, themed hotel rooms. Oh yeah, I forgot about the hotel. You have themed. Did themed. you say the water park? Yeah, the water park. So it's Mall of America. I've never been to Mall of America. Never, never. It's the only reason to visit Minnesota. What? <laughs> I don't think that's a good enough reason. Dude, there's actually Midwesterners who plan their vacation around going to Mall of America, which is, sounds a lot like this. I've seen pictures of West Ed. It looks like I would go there. It looks incredible. I would get a passport just to go there. That's how incredible it looks. It's really expensive, though. What's a, what? Give us give us a big ticket item that you bought yourself there. I didn't buy anything. I bought tickets to go to the water park. That Your day. big ticket item was tickets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like 50 bucks tickets, so you know what? Do you guys, like, not have a Great America up there? A what? Okay. I don't know oh, what that what? is. That would, that I live in America, because... I don't know what that is. Great America is, like, the chain of theme parks all over the country. I know. Is it like a like a Six Flags? Well, yeah, Six Flags is in uh, Chicago. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, Six Flags. I'm sorry, no. I thought Six Flags was a local name and Great America was the, no. the regional, like the national. Yeah, no. Flushing Water or whatever, Raging Rapids or whatever you have in California. Yeah, Six Flags, that one. We yeah. have Six Flags here. Right, but I'm talking up in Canada. There's there's no Six Flags up here. Oh. But they have West Ed and it looks fucking crazy. How, how long it sounds were you awesome. just the day? Yeah, we were just there for the day. All right. Any any cool stories from West Ed? Um. Uh, I went. To, uh, there was this one slide where it's like a direct drop. So you go it like it does a countdown. And it's like a direct drop. Mhm. It was like the bottom drops out from you where you're standing in a tube. Yeah. Oh, but I've seen that the, one. The one is like a huge pink one, and it's a loop. So it drops you straight down, and they go like vertically in a root loop i can't talk today and then you go shooting <laughs> down but if you get stuck on the loop they literally just drop you in the water fair enough i didn't oh I so wait if you're fat you fall this. to your death <laughs> there's water underneath you know so they're sure to let them die i say oh <laughs> um I, I like aerodynamic. so many. I I could do an entire episode about my questions about West End. It really does look incredible. You should Google it, Mike. If you ha- everyone should Google West End right now. Um, <laughs> did you go during the? I assume it's really fucking cold up there where you live. Kind of cold outside right now. <laughs> Isn't it weird? To, does it feel weird to go to a water park that? I mean, obviously it's going to be warm inside, but like, does it feel to, feel weird to go to a water park when it's fucking cold out? No, not really. All right, cool. Alice is cold, but it's 52 where he's at. If you went to a splash park in winter, then yeah, that'd be a little cold, but... uh... All right, fair enough. Um, I don't know. Uh, Els, your number... What are we at, three? Your number three pick. Okay, I decided to move my other one higher to my number one. Well, my number two, actually. So I'm going to go with the Civil War trailer as my number three. Oh. <laughs> Don't groan the air horn. Um, all right, you started telling me this, and I made you stop. But I I feel like picking a movie trailer for one of your favorite things of the year is kind of ballsy. Yeah. It was perfect, though. That's why. Like, but it's a trailer. It was, 
I know. Is life that trailer, boring? But oh, that's, yeah, I'm in LA. Of course it is. Uh, <laughs> and the, the only person, only people from LA. LA. Yeah, only people from LA could say LA is so boring. Everybody in the Midwest, that's their goal in life, is to move to LA. Okay, it's okay here. It's just I've been here for in your how seventeen. I've been here for seventeen years. No, wait, less. Maybe I it's mean, not LA. Fair, everyone always bored of the of the place that they live in. Well, you're not. You're still there. I'm That's here because you can't get I'm off the island. Who has a job and bills and friends? True. You live in one of the major cities in the, of the world. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. being in Vegas. There's not much for me to do here if I'm not over the age of like 21. You could join a gang. Nah, bruh. Yeah. Have you it thought worked about out that? for uh, Ice Cube? Yeah. Worked out for all the rappers I listened to. Like, it was just it had that comic book feel. No, I agree uh, with you. I really also enjoyed the the trailer, but it's a trailer. I'm gonna say this about it. All right, and it's the Civil War trailer, which reminds me a lot of the Civil War comic books, which had a phenomenal presence or uh, um, they had a phenomenal tone when you started them, and then you just ended up disappointed and wondering why you wasted your money on it. <laughs> as somebody who read the civil war comic books and like all the tie-ins you're bamboozled uh, by that oh yeah uh. i want my money and my life back <laughs> i'm generally anti-marvel so that really wasn't not didn't affect me at all i was a big marvel fanboy up until that mm-hmm. and then i just i quit marvel for years after that i wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole yeah um, still not a bad life choice. All right, so uh, my number three pick is my turn, right? For number three, is yeah, three? yeah. Yep. So my number three pick was going to be when Miami legend Trick Daddy went onto the Breakfast Club recently, and was had one of the best, most hilarious interviews I've ever seen in my life. Such highlights as calling himself Uncle Step Daddy because he's tired of the children of the women that he's sleeping with, not knowing what he's there for. Because, quote, once they're around the ages of six or seven, they're old enough to know what's going on. Oh, that's Uh, amazing. Threatening to snitch on all of his friends if they try smoking Waka or Flocka, whatever. I don't know. The rapper or the crazy drug. I think it's Flocka. Uh, Let's see. They're not smoking Jeffries? What's that? I said they're not going to smoke a Jeffrey? What? Oh, no. No. That movie sucked. Yeah, it did. That was the only good thing that came out of that movie. <laughs> uh, man, what else were the highlights? There were so many of them. Oh, casually, uh, just casually throwing in there that he was divorcing his wife of like 20 years in the most <laughs> nonchalant way I've ever heard someone just bring up a divorce. I, like, I implore everyone, like, don't watch Dope. Don't read Cobra. Go on YouTube and watch the Trick Daddy Breakfast Club interview. If there's one thing you get from me. Uh, that was going to be my pick. But instead, my pick is going to be... I finally got Alice to stop listening to Eminem. Okay. Aww. So, shout out to me being a fucking hero. It's a good thing, Mike. He's on to D- D12 now. <laughs> <laughs> he really Either wants to hear the bizarre back catalog. Uh, yeah, so when I first met Ellis, he would swear all the time that Eminem wasn't a crazy drug addict who rapped about spaghetti and drugs. 
But, as his um, mom. Well, he is, but he's still entertaining. Mm-hmm. Not that I actually listen to him anymore, but when I was in high school. Sure. When I was in high school, I used to wear visors. It doesn't mean it was a good choice. <laughs> um, but no, I finally uh, got Elsa to stop listening to Eminem. And the, the byproduct of that, he no longer uh, tries to send me Eminem songs that he thinks will sway my opinion about him. Oh, which is that's pretty gotta cool. be wonderful. Yeah, it's great not getting those texts anyway. But listen to this one. He raps about spaghetti really aggressively on this one. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, hot garbage. And 2015 is no time for anyone to be listening to that shit. Definitely. I'm just amazed he's still relevant. He's so, not. Hey, I know. Yeah, I don't right. know anyone who listens to Eminem. Um. I could introduce you to a school full of middle school white boys. Oh, God. That, sounds that, like, that literally sounds like thing my ever. nightmare. That literally sounds mm. like my nightmare. Just let me fight them all. Dude, I had a kid come in wearing a shirt that had Tupac, Biggie, and um, uh, Easy e on it. All three of them uh-huh. on the shirt. And I'm like, He doesn't know who any that? of those people are. Yeah, I'm like, what is that? Well, no, it was because it was after... Um, the NWA that, movie. It was after the yeah the Compton movie came out. Yeah. So he knew like some of it. I'm like, shut up, get away from me. That doesn't count. <laughs> so yeah, it was one. Of, well, thankfully, one of the other teachers made him take it off because she said it was inciting violence. <laughs> hey, there's nothing and, wrong with inciting violence. If there's any people who should be violent, it's uh, preteens. Yep. Yeah. Should also be listening to ska music, but you know. Whoa, so whoa, shout whoa, out whoa. to the Compton movie. That whoa. movie was pretty good. Yeah. Don't be, don't be crapping on ska music. What is this, 1997? Who listens to ska? A oh, lot I do, of these, man. A lot of my friends do. Do you also put on a yellow belly shirt and red suspenders and stomp around? No, that's being a hipster. Oh. I have. Is I that have what the Funny was doing in those Two tone belt buckle, two tone hat, two tone wallet. I'm still, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm pretty bad. How many things with checkerboard print do you own? That's two tone, man. I got oh, it all. God, <laughs> a lot. I own a lot of uh, two tone sunglasses as well. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, we never grow up. It was my high school thing. <laughs> well, if there's ever a time to listen to ska music, I did. When you're confused in a teenager. What's that? That's when you're a confused teenager. I wore a visor. So I get it. I was there. <laughs> um, all right. So is Two-Tone Wallets your number three pick? Uh, no, actually, my number three pick, and I had to go for like a social justice feel. Okay. But I want to say restoring my faith in humanity. Um, okay. Because this year, like, okay, so for it's those listeners who it's really the first time they've year. ever heard me. Uh, yeah, but the thing is that I just taught a lesson on the top 10 Twitter hashtags, mm-hmm. and they were, like, mostly positive. Okay. It was pretty cool to see. Um, and, and so where I'm going with this is, like, using Twitter hashtags, because we were talking about Twitter earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, things like love wins, mm-hmm. where people actually got really excited, and you could see that people cared. Because yeah. usually the only people you hear from when it comes to social media is people who are assholes and hate stuff. Shout out to And Facebook. they're the only ones... Yeah, right? And they're the only ones who get on social media and they get loud about stuff. Yeah. So, like, when good things happen, people got, like, super behind it. And mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Because people turned into dicks. The same people who were like, 
not Black Lives Matter, all lives matter. They're like, uh-huh. oh, hey, refugees, fuck off. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. And um, so that kind of pissed me off. But then everyone got behind the whole, like, um, like you know, refu- refugees welcome. And then even the Canadian prime minister, who, shout out to Justin Trudeau for being amazing. I want him as our president. Um, but no, like, he met the first boat. Uh, Justin Trudeau, the prime minister of Canada, met the first boat of refugees when they arrived in Canada. And he was like, hey, guys, welcome. So, I mean, like, overall, yeah. I, I feel like some of my... Some of my um, faith in humanity has been restored. Mm-hmm. So that's I, my I number that. three. It's kind of. I, I, especially on things. Because, like, I'm not trying to go into Facebook ba- Facebook bashing again. But I think that's one of the great things about Twitter in being able to connect everybody is you really do get to see everyone, like, stand up and support good causes. You know. Oh, yeah. We can get to Facebook bashing later. I guarantee you it's going to come up towards the end. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> Megan, your number three pick of the year. My number three pick of the year. I honestly have no life. <laughs> but um, probably when all the trailers got released for the movies coming out next year. Yo, that wait, that exactly would you say Civil War? Ellis's picks. That was one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, too damn bad. It was, like, for, like, all of them. Like, Batman vs. Superman, stuff like that for all of them. Which trailer was the best? I don't know. Um, I kind of liked Suicide Squad. Okay. Okay. Well, to be... Okay. Well, I don't know which is worse, because Alice picked that his favorite thing of the year was one particular trailer. She's just saying... She likes all trailers, and I'm getting a real... You know what? I just realized there's two people on this podcast who've never seen Gilbert Grape. Never mind. All right. Haley, your number three pick of the year is... Um, well, some of the beauty trends that came out this year were pretty cool. Like glitter roots and beards. Those are pretty neat. No. Uh... <laughs> is that a hey, band? Was... <laughs> no, uh, it's something mostly here in Portland. A lot of girls are putting, like, glitter in their roots, the roots of their hair. And uh, guys are putting it in their beards. No, no, no. Shooting no. <laughs> no. this down. No. no. There's two bearded <laughs> men on this podcast, and we are both shooting this down. Oh, no, I've seen it. I've seen it. And the glitter roots and hair just looks like you cook crystal meth badly. Megan works in a hardware store in Canada, so she's technically a bearded man, and I think she's also shooting this down. <laughs> What's that? I don't know how excited Megan's going to be for yoga hosers. What? <laughs> what? What is a yoga hoser? Oh, back to Kevin Smith. Please. This is uh, it's his second movie in the Tusk series. Oh, and it's going to be about two girls working in a convenience store in Canada solving crimes. That doesn't sound like something he's already done. Um, so men with like glitter. Listen, uh, men with glitter in their beards. I'm going to put a hard no on that. <laughs> oh no! I'm going to bring in the Pope of Nope on that. Um, then another thing that came out is matte pearl lipsticks. Those are super cool. Nope, pretty nope. we're moving on. We're moving on to your next. No, we're moving on to somebody else. Fine. After glitter beards, you're done. We're moving on to. Um, all right, L's trying to number, trying this again. Number two. Uh, my number two would have to be meeting my boy Grant Morrison. Oh. Don't just talk about it. Be about it. 
So I have to be one with Grant Morrison? Yeah. Well, you did ask him to marry you. Yeah. Tell us about um, it. It's legal in California. It is. I do. <laughs> um, all right. So, wait. Meeting Grant Morrison. Tell us about it, man. I've said it before. but uh, Say it again. Just to kind of... Tell us what it meant to you short. to meet him. It was a lot. Um, it meant a lot. Like I, his stuff was the reason I actually got into it, mm-hmm. into comics. Like, I don't think if it, if I hadn't read anything of his, I probably would have been out of the whole comic stuff long ago. I wouldn't really? be, to be exact. I didn't know you were waffling like that. Yeah, like I couldn't get into anything I actually liked. Right. I, like, I read the what was it, Nightwing. Justice League, all of that stuff. I didn't like it. I tried telling you. Yeah, and then you introduced me into Morrison's older stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of fell in love with all that stuff. And yeah. So if you're <laughs> saying if it wasn't for Grant Morrison, uh, we wouldn't have this podcast. Well, maybe it would be around, but I wouldn't be on it. I wouldn't sense. be doing it by myself. It's way so it wouldn't be around. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's way too much work for me to do by myself. I also wouldn't be on Twitter. I'd still be an Eminem huge fan thing. Uh-huh. Um, Probably doing drugs under a railroad somewhere. Under a railroad? Under a bridge. Put the railroad's on the bridge. Ooh, oh, that's true. Like one of those like old western uh, railroad bridges? Mm-hmm. That they're always like going. Stand By Me. Yeah. If it wasn't for Grant Morrison... I also be doing drugs under a bridge, jerking off strangers for crack money. What a well, hero Grant Morrison For Eminem CDs. Now he also reads comic books. Yeah. He also reads comic books instead of jerking off tra- strangers for Eminem albums. Yeah. What a hero Grant Morrison is. Yep. All right. I'm with it. Um, <laughs> My number... Two. What, two pick? Okay, yeah. So my number two pick is going to be... Overall, uh, rediscovering the Batman 66 comic book, okay. which okay. I kind of slept on when it first came out, Yep. but I became so bored with the regular main uh, DC Batman book by Greg Apulo and Scott Snyder, just like bored to fucking tears with that. I think it was Endgame when you started reading it, right? Uh, it was before Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like Zero Year, but then around Endgame, I like very, like very much near the beginning of Endgame, I just got super fucking bored and wanted to go read some other Batman. Stumbled across Batman sixty six and fell in love with the book all over again. Hmm. It is everything I like about it. Was it's now wrapped up with the very excellent issue thirty, which would have been my number one pick of the series if not for Batman sixty six number twenty one. Where they go to Japan and <clears throat> take on Lord Deathman. In what might be the best single issue of any Batman book of the entire year. It's, okay. it's Batman and Batgirl in Japan. Robin's there. It's like legitimately a creepy issue. It's so good. Um, I need to get on that. I know how much you hate Silver Age and things that are fun. So maybe it's not. No, 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 no. 
I like Batman 66, though. You have no idea how big of a fan of, 60, of that I am. It's so perfect. Like, that, that book is... I'm a big fan of the Adam West show. To me, that's the... Oh, yeah. I, I've gone on record before saying that might be the pinnacle of Batman to me. But uh, it's the probably the best single issue of the entire series is issue number 21. And it's it's creepy in a way that you wouldn't expect something set in the 66 world to be. It has Batgirl, and who doesn't love 66 Batgirl? Yeah. She yeah. died this year, by the way. She Poor did 40 on the curb year. for her. Yeah. Yvonne Craig, who is a bad bitch. Oh, and hot. Yep. Um, so I say this while being looked at over by my Adam West Batman 66 figures and DVD sets and Batmobile. Um, it is, it was the best Batman comic book DC has put out, not only of this year, but like the entire series is great. And the, the current, um, Batman meets the man from uncle shit is just as equally great as everything else was before. Um, issue 30 is, uh, the, the final of the regular Batman 66 run. They're still going to do a bunch of like crossovers and other things. But it's the whole the whole point of issue thirty was explaining the opening credits fight scene of the TV show. Really, that's the entire premise of issue thirty. That sounds phenomenal. It's giving you the backstory on the opening credits fight scene. It it goes through it it name it gives a name to every single villain who's seen in there. Wow. Why some of them are recognizable and some aren't. Um, it, it's also really smart because it's kind of something they were building to where you can pick up any one particular issue and just read it for the issue it is, but it also builds and layers the entire, uh, universe within itself as a good comic book should be. You should not have to read 30 fucking issues of one book just to get the point of it. But the more you read, the more it pays off. And that's what this book does. So uh, Batman 66 overall, but Batman 66, 21, you know, specifically, is my pick. So that's me. I'll have to definitely check it out. I now, it's funny that you said that Greg Capullo and uh, Snyder actually got you bored from Batman. Bored. They were the ones that got me back into comics. Listen, I love... Uh, I, I like Court of the Owls fine. Uh, Death of the Family, I think, is really good. Zero Year, I think, is the best thing they did, and it was really, really good. But uh, the, from Endgame up through the current Super Heavy arc, it's just fucking just drives me insane with how boring it is see i like super heavy oh it's so i don't care which is like batman's my favorite superhero i have him literally tattooed on my body like the majority like when people don't know what to buy me they buy me batman stuff but it so for me to like be bored with batman i think says a lot yeah you know, especially when you have a book as good as 66 coming out, which is fucking perfect. But oh, yeah, so it's uh, yeah, that's me. That's my pick. Questions, comments. No, moving along. Mike I will have to buy the Batman 66. I highly recommend it. If anything, you could probably just bounce down to your local comic book store and pick up issue 30, with, which just came out, I think, last week or something. I was just at my comic book shop today, and uh -huh. I just I, I must have missed it. I did not pick it up. I highly recommend it, sir. It, like I said, it, it not only that, it finally tie, it. Uh, I sent Alice the panel, 
it ties up the greater DC universe of 60 of like the like characters who never appeared uh, in the 66 universe before as an other superhero. It name checks a lot of them. And also I think there's a Peter Parker cameo. I could be wrong about that, but somebody read it and let me know. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So it's super good. I don't want to spoil that particular issue, but issue 21, if you can find it, if not, just go pick up 30. It's perfect. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, Mike, number two. My number two is now this is kind of a, this is kind of something that's been building for a while, but this year kind of really felt like the time it broke out from the nerd culture into mainstream mm-hmm. herpes is uh, board games. I'll agree with you on that. Go ahead. Yeah, like like person to person, like in the same room gaming with people. Mm-hmm. Like Exploding Kittens was is really, I think, one of the the big things that did it because you have somebody that's internet popular like the Oatmeal, mm-hmm. who's putting out a uh, a fast paced card game where you know anybody can pick it up in five minutes and learn. And they realize that you know it's not Monopoly where it's just monotonous bullshit where you end up hating everybody you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not um, like Dungeons and Dragons, which I love. And I think that everybody should do, even if you don't have any experience in it. But um, I have a great that takes dragons. That's a huge yeah. amount of like. There's a lot of rules and understanding and huge learning curve in that. But um, things like uh, things like Exploding Kittens, uh, Cards Against Humanity, Sorrow, um, a lot of other games that are out there now. Yeah. Really like bring people together, and you can hang out and. Whether you're drinking or not drinking, it's still fun to just, you know, be around people. And and now I'm starting, like, you know, when my grandma's looking to get board games for Christmas and things like that, it's like, oh, this is this is kind of cool. This is this is picking up. So I, I think Cards Against nice Humanity really did a lot. Oh yeah, everyone. Well, actually, I've been a uh, I've been a Christmas subscriber for a few years. Oh really? And, Except um, the original deck. No, I subscribe every Christmas to their Christmas event, mm-hmm. and um, I've got. Last year, I got a, I believe it's a two-foot square chunk of Hawaii 2, which is an island off the coast of Maine I now own. Uh Um, This year, I have to vote on whether or not to chop up a Picasso. Oh, I vote yes. Yeah. Either they're going to donate it to the, the, either they're going to donate it to the Chicago Art Museum, or they're going to chop it up into 150,000 little pieces, and I'm going to get a one millimeter or like a two millimeter square piece sent to me in the mail. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not quite sure which way I'm voting yet, but I love it. <laughs> it's oh, and, and not only do I get a piece of a Picasso, but they also rented a castle for an entire year. Uh-huh. So for three minutes at 7am uh, Zulu time in March 13th, I'm going to be king of a castle in Ireland. All right. So, I mean, it's weird stuff like that. It's fun stuff yeah. for Cards Against Humanity. But you also get cards with your name on it. So whenever people are like, oh, you know, so-and-so dies of an awful disease, tie them together. Mm-hmm. And it's like Nazi herpes in your name. And it's like, oh. So, good stuff. But, yeah, board, board gaming in general. I think people have kind of come together and gotten – it brings a world that's dehumanized and depersonalized into a place where people can actually hang out and they don't have to feel like they have to be on their phone to hang out. Is there a particular game that uh, you think people should uh, be up on? Uh, Easy games. Cards Against Humanity. Obviously, everyone loves it. It's a cool game. Fun to play with your friends. Play with your priest. Play with your nun. Play with your kids. Um, Exploding Cats. 
Exploding kittens. kittens. Exploding yeah. Kittens is a great game. Uh, there's a lot of other like quick, easy to carry card games that you could have on you. Pooh is a good one. Uh, essentially, you're monkeys in a zoo flinging poo at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of lots of good stuff out there. And I mean, just go to your local gaming shop. They've got tons of stuff. And if you want to get beat up by people, you can play Magic the Gathering, which is crazy because one of my friends is a like an internationally competitive player, uh-huh. and he makes thousands a year playing Magic the Gathering. Really? Yeah. Does he like have a real like, job, or does he just play Magic? Uh, he's a teacher as well. Okay. But he plays he plays well, Magic the Gathering. He, no, not side cash. Like second job cash. Wow. Yeah, it's legit. And if he's is as his rank goes up, his yearly earnings go up too. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, it's it's yeah, you can make money being a nerd. Well, I feel like that's been a thing for a while. Well, yeah, but all right, I'm it's, it's it. becoming more of a thing now. I'm with it. All right. Um. Yeah, I feel like everyone's played Card Against Humanities, and if you haven't, where the fuck rock do you live under? Or you could play like the Catholic version called Apples to Apples. Oh God, Apples to Apples isn't that bad. That's okay. It wasn't that bad until we got Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, and it sucked. That's fair. Then it became the church version. Before that, it was just Apples to Apples. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Back to Haley with her number two pick of the year. That would be. Got to see Star Wars on December eighteenth. That okay. was pretty exciting. All right. Force Awakens. It was badass, and spoiler, everyone dies. <laughs> Being it, that this is your number two pick, and we're going in order, I am sure no one else is ever going to pick Star Wars for this list. Um, can you, Ellis, can you hear me grinding my teeth through the mic? <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen any of the movies, except for like two, so. I couldn't believe they got Danny, Danny Trejo in there. That one just got me. Kylo Ren was secretly Chewbacca's son. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Jar Jar Beats. Um, so you were fucking. Did you get to go? Uh, when, when did you get to see the movie? The day it came out. Oh, were you were in line? Uh, no, not really. We went all the way to Vancouver. Oh, you uh, went all- Washington, not Canada. <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, 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 and your husband enjoyed it. Yeah, we loved it. We had to sit in like really very close seats, but it was really good. And I had to sit next to an obnoxious, sexist asshole the whole time who kept making gestures at me. Well, at least... Even though I'm literally I... there with my husband. Wait, were you watching Star Wars in a porno theater? God, no. <laughs> no, I was in, uh... I was at That's... Cinetopia. Oh, uh, that... you say that like it means something. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's like a fancy-ass theater where it's like a living room theater and you can get, like, drunk there and shit. They have a bar. Oh, yeah, that's where I was. I was restaurant. at one of those. Like yeah. Cinebistro? I don't know. Like Sinestro? Ooh, like Sinestro. <laughs> no, not like Sinestro. But that's a great name for a comic-themed theater. That'd be awesome. Sinestro. With a C. Back to Megan with her number two pick of favorite thing of 2015. That's not like a water slide or movie trailers? <laughs> uh, number two of the year was probably the snow days that I get all the time. It's awesome. When I get snow days, honestly, snow. I live in the I live in the south. Uh, <laughs> I've never had a snow day in my life. I assume it's like a hurricane day, where the weather's yeah. so shitty that you can't go to school. Pretty much. Except, except you have to do work because you have to dig your driveway out so that you can try to live. 
Oh. Yeah, well, it's pretty much when it's like, it's like minus 40 and freezing cold and blizzarding and miserable and... Megan strikes me as the type of person who's not shoveling her yard as much as embracing the icy death while watching anime. (laughs) I don't even shovel, come on. (laughs) I feel like she's just like locked in her room, like if it happens, it happens. Yeah, kinda. Okay. Are, are Canadians like squirrels, where you guys just like gather up a bunch of food towards the end of fall, and you just hope you make it through the winter, or like no. The Shining? No. Have you ever hoped you make it through The Shining? What? what? Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. So any, anything fun happen on snow days? I get to sleep. That's the fun part. But I mean, okay, you ever... fair. But I mean, like, is there? Like Do you specific... watch the Nickelodeon movie Snow Day? What? Oh, sorry. Okay, Netflix. That. Nickelodeon movie Snow Day. You got to get that. Pretty much Netflix. Is that Netflix. so? Is there a particular Snow Day that stands out to you? Like this is the day it snowed, and we went out and like stole a car and killed an Inuit and buried their body, and it wouldn't be found for several months. That's what I did. <laughs> snow no. days in L.A. Uh, yeah. Or maybe that was just Grinchmas. I don't know. Oh. So no, no particular. Just in general, sleeping and watching Netflix. Yep, that's how my winter break's been going this year. All right, shout out to that. <laughs> um, Els, you ready for this? Yeah. You sure you're uh, ready? I think so. Are you sure you think so? Um, maybe? Are you sure, maybe? Uh, no pressure. No pressure. Put your helmet no on pressure. First. What do you got? Reviving this show would be my number one. What's that? Reviving this show. Reviving this show? Yeah. Okay, talk about it. Well... We had gone on a really long break. What was that? Last year, December yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Even though the original like recordings were horrendous, they were. It was still enjoyable to do. <laughs> if you think this show's bad, you should have heard it before we had people editing it. It was terrible. <laughs> Some people um, liked it. I doubt that, oh. but um. Yeah, it was just this show gave me many opportunities to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's helped me with a lot of other things, uh, like, you know. Drug addiction? Yeah, um, that too. Mm-hmm. And I've also been able to talk more than normal, I guess. That's like, true. Before this, I was just the quiet guy in the room who wouldn't do, who wouldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. A predator, so, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, that's what he is. That's a Hollywood term for producer and editor. Okay, a Ellis predator. Is a predator. Didn't think of that. Some but, insider uh, lingo. I got that from a Kevin Smith podcast. <laughs> Go listen to his podcast, too. No, I don't think he needs any help. He's got like one or two of them, I think. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> if there's anyone who needs a shout-out from us, it's definitely Kevin Smith's podcast. <laughs> 
Snoochie uh, Poochie Radio definitely needs the 80-page Giants push. Yeah. It's going to put him over the top. Um, it's made you yeah, a better person, a braver person. Yeah, I'm actually able to go out there and talk to people without being, like, without second-guessing myself. Like in your civilian life? Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's let me go to many different things. Right. And well, good for you. Artists and writers and stuff. Yeah. It I got like you that it's helped you as a person. Huh? I like that it's helped you as a person. If there's, you know, like, that's a, that's a pretty... If this show has done anything... And we haven't. <laughs> we really, really have not. We really set the bar so low on getting away with what you can call a podcast. <laughs> but it has helped Ellis in his everyday life, and I think that's pretty fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Also, it helped me more of narrow down what I want to do in the future kind of thing. Right. Live at home with I, your parents as long as you can? That too, but okay. um, it's like before... Like, I we did this show. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I started editing it and all stuff and actually being on it. And I don't know. I want to be in that, like, area. Somewhere where I get to, like, edit stuff. Or produce now you're college-bound. Yeah. yeah. That's true. And that's on my, uh, my, what's it called? Resume? No. <laughs> um, Application? My major. Eighty oh, page yeah. giants is on your major. Yes. All right. Recording a podcast so underground, even hipsters haven't heard it. Hey. Yeah. Well, we kind of need that hipster audience for it to get popular, but you I know. think I'm way too uh, confrontational on this show for hipsters to like us. <laughs> no, they love to argue. Do they? Oh my god, do they ever? All right. They argue about everything. Yeah. Um, well, shout out to any hipster who may be listening to us. One of our tens of fans. Well, hey, man, I'm, I'm glad the show has had such a positive influence on you. Yeah. I feel like this is the reverse version of an intervention. <laughs> like, Ellis had a problem and we all feel better now. No, he had a problem, but now he feels better now. Well, right. He feels better. We feel better. It's the reverse of an intervention. Yeah. You know what else? You're welcome for making your life better. <laughs> I really you put a lot a of work into that. I really am a hero. <laughs> um, okay, my number one pick of the year is not going to be interesting to you guys whatsoever, but it is for me. It is a rap album uh, by artist Pusha T, formerly one half of the Clips, uh, one fourth of the Reup Gang, and his second major label album, King Push Darkest Before the Dawn. Uh, came out uh, just earlier this month, or yeah, and it is phenomenal. It came out December 18th, and it is the best album of the entire year. I love it. I have not stopped listening to it since it came out. All of my friends down here are also going crazy for it. It's just great rap music in an era where rap is like people just want to like have a cool vibe and hang out and maybe wear like dresses. Um, hmm? This is just classic rap music. It's hmm. if, if there's two things I'm a fan of, it's Silver Age comic books, wholesome Silver Age comic books, and hardcore street rap. 
And this definitely fulfills my love for hardcore crack rap. Nice. Um, it's there's a great song on there with Beanie Siegel. Um, I know none of you people know who that is. I don't care, but it's uh it's a, just a phenomenally flawless album from beginning to end, and I love it a lot. And if you don't love it, then I will uh, I don't know talk badly about you on Twitter probably because I'm pretty lazy. I was gonna say you seem to be very active on Twitter when it comes to rap battles and your choices in music. No, the only thing I talk about on Twitter are literally comic books and rap battles, and you know yes. probably out and and quoting rap lines. Those are the three things I do on Twitter. Or telling me I'm wrong when I comment on other people's stuff. <laughs> I think that just happened today. It happens more than today. Oh, does it? Um. So yeah, King Push, Darkest Before the Dawn. Uh, download it if you're not a goddamn coward. And if you are a coward, then I don't know. I, I don't really care. Um, Mike, your number one pick of the year. My number one pick is going to come as no surprise to anybody. Especially anybody Ryan. who knows me. Yes. Damn it. Why are you stealing my thunder? <laughs> what? It's the rusty trombone. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Before, before you gave your pick, I want to tell the rusty trombone story. Oh, when I was no, 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 it's not like that. When I was in my early twenties, uh, just a real <laughs> fucking down point in my life. I was experimental. <laughs> I worked at a uh, a pest control company in a different city in Florida than I currently live, and there was a guy there who was the head of the sales department, and um, he was he was an all right guy. He but he'd make these like terrible jokes all the fucking time. And uh, I forgot I forgot the exact the, the exact setup of all of them. What? What the hell was that? Oh, some kids ran through our podcast. That's fair. Damn kids. So uh, that wasn't happens, me this time. And I call the guy Rusty Trombone as like a as like a nickname or something. And then he had a heart attack later that day. <laughs> well then. Did you kill him? <laughs> no, but like that was it. Like he had a heart attack and he was had to leave work forever. <laughs> he had like a severe like he was in a very much older man in very poor health and he had a massive heart attack. And the last <laughs> words I said to him were a rusty trombone. <laughs> so I love it. Shout out to uh I forget his first name. His last name was something Byers. Dave Byers, maybe. I don't know. Oh. Sounds like he uh might be from Boca with a name like that. Yeah, but um, all right, that's it. Go ahead, uh, go ahead with your story. My bad. All right, no, your number one good. pick. You're good. My number one pick is no surprise to anybody at all. Uh, having read, and I, I recently did a count. I think seventy-two books from the expanded universe, not Jesus counting comic books. Christ. Yeah. Well, I've actually already read um, seven books from the new universe. Wait, by new uh, universe, you mean that weird shit Marvel did in the 80s? No, 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 no. I'm talking like, okay, so my number one is Star Wars and everything associated with it. I want to throw up inside of my own soul right now. Dude, you have no idea how big of a Star Wars fan I am. I think like, I, you could hear it when I was arguing last time. Yeah. I'm I was bringing a, up, I, like, obscure stuff from, out of, like, way out of the blue on that. Hold on, I just want to say, uh, Miles Greb, the author of uh, After the Gold Rush, sent me a very long DM about all how I was wrong about all the points I was making about Star Wars. Good. Because <laughs> there were so many times I wanted to, like, 
shake my mic when you were talking. <laughs> but um, no, there's I I'm a huge fan of Star Wars. Have been since I was a kid. I mean, when I grew up, uh, my parents were um, irresponsible, and instead of going to daycare and stuff at, during the summers, I would just hang out at home and I had a stack of VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. So I would, you know, mo- the one I watched the most until the tape eventually broke was Return of the Jedi, which is no fault of my own. I didn't pick it out. That was the only Star Wars movie they had. So you go with the one you got, not the one you love. Right. But, um, like, yeah, so I grew up on Star Wars. As soon as I was reading, like, I was reading Star Wars um, novels. I worked in a comic book store as a kid. I was always buying any Star Wars comic that came out. Uh-huh. So the old Dark Horse stuff. Right. I mean, man, I was I was piecing together the expanded universe. And it was just a huge, huge thing for me. So when they came out with a new one and Marvel killed the expanded universe, I was like really upset. Like I said, I'd read about 72 books. I mean, the Yuzhan Vong series alone was 17 books, and that's when they killed. That's not a real thing. That's not a real thing. Whatever those sounds you just said aren't a real thing. (laughs) They're a real thing. And um, that was 17 books. Yuzhan Vong. There's Yuzhan Vong War. Yuzhan Vong from Wong Fu with Love? Yes. Julie Julie Newmar was in it. Okay. Um, so the Yuzhan Vong War is the series of books where they kill Chewie and they kill um, Han Solo's uh, youngest son. Uh-huh. So um, it was kind of a – it was a huge, huge deal. And the uh, – so the thing for me when they killed that is I was really upset. But then they came out with the good Marvel comics. But they didn't have anything to do with the new universe. They just expanded on the old Star Wars movies because they didn't want to give any spoilers. Right. So then they start out with the new um, – giving the, the new expanded universe or the new you. Uh, those books were pretty good. But again, they weren't really expanding on anything we didn't already know. Mm-hmm. And then I got um, – I believe it was called Lost Stars. And that book was phenomenal. And then I saw – and then so I knew going into Star Wars that it was probably going to be good. I mean Disney doesn't really screw up what they make. Right. J.J. Uh, Abrams, despite the lens flare jokes, is actually a really good director and a really good writer. If you if you watch like the the first couple seasons of Lost, and that was my big fear, is that J.J. Abrams is really good at starting a story, but he's not really good at finishing a story. Right. So um, so they're like, oh, it's only gonna be J.J. for the first movie. I was like, fantastic. That dude can start a story. So um, I was behind it 100. percent Right. And I mean, he didn't finish the story. You saw the movie. It was an unfinished story. It definitely was an unfinished story. <laughs> um, so the thing I took away from that movie is that this is not finished. <laughs> no, it's not done at all. <laughs> and uh, so like overall, Star Wars, like it ate up my entire year. Right. Was Star Wars. And I mean, I even got involved with Legion of Leia, all that stuff. I mean, That's it was true. kind of a big, big deal for me. So. Yeah, so Star Wars is my number one because I'm a huge fucking nerd. I would just like to take this moment to uh, shout out Mike for being the person to write an article about us. Yeah. Yeah. Which was fantastic. So thank yeah, you. it was Facebook, man. I came across you guys and I was you're like, we need people for the show. I'm like, I've done podcasts before. I'll do your show. <laughs> I've done podcasts before. Well, we haven't, so this is great. Somebody's got experience. Let's do this. <laughs> Um, awesome. Now I've got Let's like start... a podcasting studio in my room. There, that's true. I actually um, took my kid to the audiologist today. 
because he had some work done on his ears. Uh-huh. And so I was sitting in the soundproof booth while they're testing his hearing. Right. I'm like, man, I would love to record in here. That would be pretty fine. Do you think they'd let you in after hours? You know, no. just just next time you're there, uh, just Skype in and we'll just record like that. It's fine. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring in my laptop, my mics. I'm going to set it all up, my headphones. Yeah. Put my yeah. kid on my lap and they're going to make whisper sounds at him. And So you're just going to go in there tomorrow when you call when I call you in the morning? Yeah, it's going to be all sorts of like expensive stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually I've, – I've even started my own podcast this year. So you guys inspired me by Ellis showing me how easy it was mm-hmm. to uh, start my own podcast on something that's interesting to me, which is you know teachers talking about real things because everybody thinks that teachers are wholesome members of society and we're hard-drinking assholes who make fun of kids. Your yeah. number one pick, your favorite thing that happened to you of 2015. Okay. Are you ready for this? Uh, well. You know what? Now I am. Okay. The Dawn of Justice and Suicide Squad trailers. What is with everybody in goddamn trailers? That's your one? Yes! Ellis <laughs> made that I, like, three. I'm, I'm pretty disappointed. I nerded in my pants so hard after watching those. Okay? Would you, you say Civil War is the you're best? Fired, I said really. I nerded. Nerded. Am I missing something? Because look, at this point, Mike and I are in the vast minority of people who don't understand making trailers your favorite thing of the year. That's because we've got something to live for. That's fair. So do I, and it's Ben Affleck as Batman. It's and a Jason trailer. Like, okay, Ellis picked it, and I took issue. Megan picked it, and okay, she lives in Canada. But <laughs> three people now. Okay, it wasn't my number one. It was my number three. Okay, that's fair. It wasn't. It wasn't your favorite thing of the year. But uh, I don't. I don't do we even go into this, Mike? Do we? Do we go into this, or we just let this go? Oh no! Just let it go. Forget it. No, nope. no, I'm just excited. You know, it's been so long since you know a live action Wonder Woman has been around. Uh huh. And I don't know. It's. You know, I may be new to comics, but I've always loved Batman. I've always loved superheroes in general. So actually getting a decent DC movie, right. I'm so happy. Okay. Like, you know, I mean, I know there's other decent ones, but in my, like, These you know, good. pain me. But, okay. All right. That's fair. Those are your picks. All right. And finally... At the end of this, Megan, with her number one pick of favorite thing of the year. Um, going to Europe. That was awesome. Oh, I wasn't even aware this happened. I went in March. That was a while ago, man. I fucking don't know what you do. Where did you go? This is when she disappeared for like a month or something like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe I do remember that happening. I remember you disappearing for a month. I went for like 10 days. Um, I was with my school, and we went to Italy, France, and Brussels. Okay. It was a lot of fun. It was a war trip, so... A war trip? Was... Yeah. Like it a was war? Where... Like fighting people? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, they sent students to go fight other students. Hey, that was Coney's plan. Very it... true. We get it. We got a soldier from, like, our area, and uh-huh. we did research, on and we would find where they were buried... And do like a presentation on them. It was like uh, World War One, World War Two kind of thing. Okay. We wow. went to monuments and like we went to Vimy Ridge. We went to um, the Menin Gate. We went to a bunch of different 
um, I wish my school can afford that. That's pretty damn intense. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Mike, as a go ahead. No, what what were you saying? I was gonna say, Mike, as a school teacher, can you imagine like being responsible for like a class of children overseas? That seems terrible. Uh, We we do it when we take them to Washington D.C. That's fair. And that's way more dangerous than going to Europe. I don't know. A lot of wild shit happens in Europe. Uh, dude, have you looked at the crime rate in D.C.? <laughs> We've already discussed what my kids wear. That's Nothing fair. About that. That's fair. Uh, it was only- so going to Europe was your highlight of the year. I, that's fair. I've never been myself. It sounds like you had a lot of fun. Was that yeah, a but- uh, cover for you having a fling with U.K. Mike in Wales? Oh, I hope that's not. I wanted to say. <laughs> what? I hope not. That could get Mike in a lot of trouble. Well, maybe not. It's Europe. I don't know what the laws are over there. It might be fine, actually. Who knows? Um, is there what? What was your favorite part of Europe? Like, uh, was there a specific thing that you really dug? Um, Rome. That was a lot of fun. We okay. did eat. Uh, actually, I say Florence instead. Okay. Because did a city walk, and then we got gelato, like uh-huh. actual gelato. It was amazing, <laughs> and then. We had, like, I think you had free time. Okay. And, but half of the people wanted to go get gelato again. So <laughs> everybody just did a walk straight to the um, gelato place that we got got it before and just kind of walked around Florence for two hours. So got to see the things. It was really cool. Awesome. All right. Number one pick of the year. Gelato. number one pick of the year is gelato and then getting some more gelato and a fling with uk mike i cannot confirm or deny that at this time i mean i guess i guess she could confirm or deny it but we're moving past it um (laughs) you'll have to wait till next episode to see if that was true or not no next episode we make fun of fandoms all right, well, that was all of our top picks of the year. Now we're going to wrap this up. We're each going to take turns saying the one thing we hated the most of this year. Or, or maybe the thing that we dis- dislike the most. Maybe hate's a strong word. I don't know. However you guys want no. to do. No. Use, use hate. Hate? Okay, we hate it. Use okay. your hate. Well, then. That's fair. And Let the hate flow through you. If yes. there's one thing we do on the show, it's embrace hatred, right? And racism. Well, that's just Ellis. I don't do that. Well, you can't forget Mike. Well, which one? Well, he's Welsh. Leave him UK be. Mike, yeah. Oh, well, that's fair. He did drop the M-bomb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's also a no prize to anyone stuff. who can go back and find out which episode that was. Um, we'll send you a t-shirt. So, all right, Alice, the number one thing you hated most this year. You know, there wasn't much this year to hate. But I'm going to have to choose the way they used Captain Phasma in Star Wars. Okay. Okay. I, I that, got that irritated me so much. All right. She was. It, it, they made. They set her up to be such a cool character, and then it was just like, nah. They keep yeah, Darth Mauled her. Oh, yeah. they tanked her. That was yeah. terrible. I just, like, I thought she was going to be as big as Kylo Ren. I thought she was going to be same. like Snoke or like what uh, Hux was. And then she's just kind of like, oh, don't shoot me. She had 15 minutes of screen time. Yeah. That was about it. And I think she had five lines. 
Which, you know, based on Boba Fett's record, she should be the most popular character ever. That's fair. <laughs> All right, so Captain Phasma uh, was dog shit. Yeah. All right. Um, Underused. Haley, the number one thing you hated this year. My fucking job. <laughs> Didn't you just get this job? Yes, and I already want to leave. All right. Okay, so literally first day there, this bitch starts spreading rumors about me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, she's like saying, I refuse to touch dirty dishes and all this stupid shit. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, Marcella, if you're listening, fuck you. Suck my dick. Thought, Wait, are you in the restaurant industry? Marcella's uh, deli. Oh, because I was going to say, the restaurant industry is full of assholes. Yeah, well, so is the deli, apparently. <laughs> yeah, but there you can cut a bitch. Oh, yeah, I know. I want to stick her face in the fryer and shut it for eight minutes. Uh, Mike, number one thing you hated most this year. Oh, see, now remember how I said I had restored my faith in humanity? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, here comes my number one thing I hate this year, which is the absolute opposite of what I said. Okay. People mixing social media and politics. I'm looking at you, Facebook. Remember I said we come back to Facebook? That's fair. I'm looking at you. All right. Holy shit. I have never hated humanity so much as when people start mixing politics and social media. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, it, and it's gotten worse because this year I've got people telling me that a certain political candidate's like a breath of fresh air. And I'm like, no, you're just a racist. That's true. Ellis, with your Facebook comments. God, dude, I, you know what I can't believe is how did you get a Trump bumper sticker on your bike? On your bike? I'm about to Photoshop that. He, oh, he installed a bumper on his bike just to put a Trump bumper sticker. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I agree with that. That's one of the reasons I also left Facebook, because it's just the fucking worst, and people are terrible. Because Ellis yeah. puts Trump stickers on his bike. <laughs> All right, Megan, back to you. With the number one thing you hated most this year? Um, mine's kind of politics, too, actually. <laughs> um, just after, or like during elections, when we got a new prime minister that wasn't a conservative, everyone just literally like lost their minds. Uh-huh. I, I like, love your prime minister. I want to steal your prime minister. They were like dissy, like the older generation was like, hating on all the younger people saying they're so so stupid they shouldn't be voting like we're all it's like seriously he hasn't even been the prime minister for like a day like calm down he impressed me like on his first day he's he holds a press conference and somebody asks him why are you trying to make a diverse cabinet with men and women and minorities and he's like because it's 2015 i know like i thought that was really good that was really like so what Megan's right. saying, what she hates most about 2015 is old people. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> All those old people who listen to comic book podcasts. You douchebags. We'll fight you. I'll fight you older and weaker than me. <laughs> it's on sight. Oh, See you. I don't know, but people. they're plucky, man. Bang, bang. We in here. No gate signs in your face, you old bastards. Holla at you, Medicare. Hey. I don't think they have Medicare in Canada. No, they have health insurance. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> but not Medicaid. <laughs> Choke you up with your own insulin, fam. All right, so uh, so if we can recap, um, Ellis hates. I don't remember. Phasma. Phasma. <laughs> Ellis hates Captain Phasma. Uh, Haley hates that bitch who works with her. 
Mike, you hate people. And Megan, you hate the elderly. (laughs) So, David, who do you hate? Let me tell you. And this isn't isn't new to 2015. I feel like this this is a thing I, I often hate and have been very outspoken against. And that is families. I've said it many, many times over this podcast. There is nothing fucking worse than families. Hey, aren't you the guy who tried to sell angel dust to his grandmother? That's right. Well, I did it via text message. Just so they would stop putting me in stupid group chats. Uh, but yeah, families, they're terrible. Children are awful. Parents are awful. There's literally nothing worse than a proud parent. Oh, my God. Hey. And then, ki- oh, yeah, I'm calling you out. Uh, and then children. <laughs> my kids kick ass, though. Children are the worst grabbing things and having opinions. Oh. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Good God. <laughs> nothing nothing will bring you down like family. So that's my oh, pick. I agree with that. I, I, I it's getting in, I, I live in a uh, tourist destination uh, city. And oh. right now we are bombarded with families on, you know, trips for the holidays and everything, and it is a fucking nightmare with these fucking children and their parents. Oh, my fucking goodness. nightmare is that fucking city you live in. Well, the city yeah. I live in is a tropical paradise, but that's fine. It'd be a great city to live in if it wasn't for all the people. Or the heat. No, if it wasn't for all the families. Or, or being in Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holla. Um, so, yeah. go again. Families. Families are garbage, and they're ruining this great country of ours. See, I thought you were going to say, like, Hobo Superman and uh, Jim Gordon Batman were what you hated, because you hate change. I don't hate change. I hate bad ideas. Not all change is good change. Some change is bad. Hobo Superman and Robot Batman are bad. Also, me saying Robot Batman is bad is something I never thought I would utter out loud, because on paper that sounds cool, but... uh... No, families are still worse than Hobo Superman and Bunny Batman. So that's it. That That is our year-end wrap-up list. I want to thank Ellis for having to deal with the hours of uh, audio that he's going to have to cobble together to make this show ha- make any sense. This episode's going to be his first uh, semester project. Yeah, right? <laughs> I Actually, think... next month I'll be done. Yeah. So not fair. I want to thank Mike Espinos for joining us yet again. It's always a pleasure Happy to have to you on. So you're you're like an unofficial member of the fucking show at this point, right? I love it here. All right, we're gonna we're gonna have you next uh, next episode for the worst fan bases. Oh yeah, I, like right. I said, I worked in a movie theater. I'll tell you all about the worst fan bases. All right, my number one pick might surprise you. Uh, I want to thank Megan and Haley for both for coming back and joining us. It's been a while since we have you guys on the show. Missed having you. We yeah. missed you too. All right. Sorry, munching on Reese's pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that should be. It a- sounded like you were making kissy faces when you talked. Oh, sorry. That too. Maybe <laughs> she's really happy to be here. I am. Uh, <laughs> you can holla at Jaboy on Twitter at spaceheater86. Mike, where can they get it? Where can they get a hold of you at? Uh, they can always find me at go read something on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to plug? No. All right. <laughs> but your own podcast. I do have that my own your podcast. Your boy here is going to be on. 
Yeah, actually, Ellis, I should I should plug it since Ellis is going to probably be my next episode. Okay. Uh, it's it's uh, Honest Teacher Podcast on SoundCloud, and you can find us through Twitter at Teachers Get Real. And are you because that was available, and I feel soon. terrible about it. Are you are you going to be on iTunes anytime soon? Uh, honestly, I'm going to wait till I get at least like ten or more episodes down okay. before I go to iTunes. All right. So if people look us up, it actually looks like we've done stuff. Fair enough. Um, Haley? Oh, why the fuck you always gotta ask me? It's uh, MRS Haley Yancey. H-A-L-E-Y Y-A-N-C-E-Y. And they can as in like because I'm original as hell. They can see your makeup pics, right? They can, yeah. And they talk. And if you comment on my fucking fingernails, I will shank your ass. I swear to God. Wait, what? It was spray paint, people. Spray paint. I don't think threatening to shake someone's ass is like a real threat. Well, that's a weird. It was the best I could come up with right now. <laughs> I'm gonna shake your ass, like okay. I liked it more <laughs> when she was threatening to put people's face in a fryer. Yeah, now that you're threatening to shake people's asses, I'm not really sure where to go with that. <laughs> Megan, can people talk to you on the internet or not really? I don't really have Twitter, so. Uh... All right, so we're gonna make a fake Megan Twitter account, and. Uh... It's going to be called Snow and Netflix. Tweet no. movies at her that she needs to watch. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, well, thank you, guys. We'll be back next. That was our year-end wrap-up show. Huzzah. And we'll be back next week with the worst fan bases. All right. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>